where up is now down and left is now right. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. The world is on fire and we are all doomed. We're doomed. 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 I told you. We're doomed. Doomed. We're doomed. Our universe is doomed. Relax. Take a break from the insanity and laugh. It unites humanity in a way that no one ever thought possible. It's reality on call waiting. Last off. Oh, there you have it. There's some music right there for you. Oh, yeah, the Ramones. Pet Cemetery. Opening up the show, reality on call waiting. Rod Rotten, Nikki Sarande with you. Now, nope. I, I want I wanted to go ahead and get this out there <laughs> because uh, because of who you are, how you are. Yeah, but horror, real quick. But, horror movies are your thing. Oh, yeah, they totally are. But just randomly just popped in my head. If you were buried in a pet cemetery... How do you think you would have came back? I'm hoping I would have come back like Gus from the second one, you know, kind of quirky, you know, weird, not just completely evil, you know, just kind of quirky. If per se, I was buried in a pet cemetery. I still want to look gross, you know, that's part of it. But what do you think? Would you just be evil? Pretty much. Okay. Uh, I would be Rob Rottener. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can... Uh, Rob more rotten. Yeah. I'd yeah. just be me. Yeah, I, I definitely... Just, just uh, craving flesh and wanting to... With more murderous intent. I'd be like Gage in the first one. Ooh. Just, ha ha ha, I want to play! So you'd be more playful, dead. Sure, why not? <laughs> So we're talking about Pet Cemetery because guess what, ladies and germs? Yeah, that just came out. We have more and more remakes and reboots and movies that really shouldn't be made being made. Yeah, we these we never even asked for them. We don't want them. I don't even see why the hell they're doing them. <laughs> and, and Pet Cemetery is one in particular for you that you are very upset about oh yeah because again this is like charlie and the chocolate factory all over again the big lie that oh we're gonna stay true to the book yes we're gonna we're gonna actually go deeper into the book and cover the things that the original movie didn't lies all lies this the title of the movie should just have spell check done and just change it it's it's pet cemetery none of the quirky misspelling you know it's so this is this movie the 2019 version is done by the same people who did the It remake. No, that's going to be the child, that's, child's that, that's the Child's Play okay. remake, which is we will definitely we will be slicing and dicing that next. <laughs> no, but this um this move did you bury Ryoga in a pet cemetery and I didn't know about it because no, that's is, just him. Okay, because he's flipping out. That, yeah, that's just Ryoga being Ryoga. Well, you know, I mean, I I I'll tell you. This has been going on for like what a couple of weeks now. I've been pissed off about this movie. I mean, I've I've even made kind of snarky posts on Facebook to Joe Blow cuz 
it just they're really hyping it. I mean, they're acting like it is the scariest, you know, the best rendition ever. Okay, how can it be the best rendition ever? You're, you're remaking it. It's the second rendition, so okay, better than the first. Don't sell, there's well, not like a whole lineage of it, you know. <laughs> get to the big thing that pisses you off about this remake. Oh, they changed the most important part. They which was Gage. Gage is the one that dies, and that Lewis brings back. But in this one, they decided, nope, it's going to be Ellie. It's going to be the daughter. Now, why did they kill Gage in the first one? Because the premise behind the book was the fear of... Uh, from from Stephen King's ner- uh, narrative standpoint, yeah, it was his the, biggest fear... Was losing a child. Was losing his son. Yes. and So this addressed that fear. It did, and it also symbolized the loss of innocence. Yeah, exactly. And so, the, and and the the really cool story behind it is, you know, when he first tried to get that book published, his publisher said, "No, you you've got to take that out. You've got to change it." He said, "No." Publisher dropped him. It took him a few years to get a new publisher, even to get that book published. Now we'll have to reach out to our friends at the the Happily Cinemarried podcast, mm-hmm. Liz and Terry. We'll have to get with them and pick their brain on this because I'm curious to hear what they have to say about this same thing about horror movie remakes or movie remakes in general. Mm-hmm. And because I'm, this is not one I'm looking for. I'm not looking forward to this one. I'm not looking forward to the child's play one. Oh, uh, even with Mark Hamill voicing Chucky. Yeah. But where's Brad Dorf? That's my question. <laughs> you know, but think, think about this. There are more movie remakes and reboots planned through 2022, such as, the never-ending story. Oh my God! You're kidding. The oh. birds. Oh. Creature no. from the Black Lagoon. Eh. Scarface. What? This one really pisses me off. What is it? Short Circuit. Oh Jesus! Are you serious? Mortal Kombat, Weird Science, Police Academy, Firestarter, Shaft, Sister Act, White Men Can't Jump. Just to wow. name some other ones. Wow. Yeah. Hollywood is really out of ideas. And and the writing, the writing sucks. It, it has such an undertone of arrogance, but yet they don't have guts. There's no guts behind it at all. I mean, I think that it was a complete cop out to change Gage dying to Ellie. They were too afraid of, of killing a, a small, I mean, it was a toddler. He was a toddler. Exactly. Uh, American Psycho, Commando. American uh, Psycho wasn't even that old. Drop Dead Fred, Dirty oh, Dancing. Oh no! The, the he, Crow. No, no, no! They've tried that too many times. That movie's curse. Uh, Death Wish, Escape from New York, Heavy Metal. Eh. Highlander, Little Shop oh, of Horrors. Highlander, really? Scarface. Oh, well, you already like said that, that one. one yeah. The Bodyguard. <laughs> Oh, God, let me guess. Probably Christina uh, Christina Aguilera this time. Let's see. The Stooge, Mm. which um, this is just going to be a short mystery starring Robert Picardo. I love him. Uh, Van Helsing. Okay. Logan's Run. Mortal Kombat. What? Wait, hold on. You cannot just glaze past that one logan's run oh come on really 
God, Jesus Christ. Leave it alone. Why? Uh, Time Cop. Eh. I don't really have a dog in that one. Yeah, then, the, then of course, you know, there are... Uh, cliffhanger, apparently, is... <laughs> what about K2? Is that one on there? Uh, not seeing that one. How but... many John Claude Van Damme ones are on there? Well, like we said, Time Cop. Um... Let's see. That's all I've got right so there. So what did they do? Just like. Oh. Another Hellraiser. Yeah, I heard about that. Spawn. Nah. Thing is, for Hellraiser, are they going to keep the original Penhead? I know he's getting old, <laughs> but he seemed pretty spry when we met him. And, of course, another Nightmare on Elm Street reboot. A reboot of the 1984 film in the 2010 remake. <laughs> now, are they going to actually nope. have... They're not going to have England? Of course then not. Then it's going to bomb. It's going to bomb because that was their biggest mistake. That and, the, you know, Freddy had no humor at all. Yeah. I mean, think about this, people. Uh, look at the performance of the all-female Ghostbusters. Oh, look at the performance of a lot of these movies that have been coming out. Total Recall. When you see that these movies are not doing well at the box office, they're not doing well on rentals, they're not doing well on streaming, if people are not seeing it, that should tell you something. Yeah. But your dumbasses are too thick and too stupid to understand that, oh, wait, they're not watching it. Maybe we shouldn't do this. No, well, no, 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 no. You got you guys, you assholes in, in Hollywood have to be right. You guys have to be the people that tells that tell us what to watch. Stop it. Well, you know, and here I'll I'll play devil's advocate. I think part of the reason why they're doing this is studios have no original ideas. And yes, to anybody out there screaming at us, I get it. Most of Hollywood period is rehashed, remade, but this is blatant and this is bad. I mean, they're 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 not making it better. No. No. They're they're, they're making it suck. It's like they don't even for for the horror genre, I absolutely despise the fact that all they use is CG now. I mean, I love the old costume props and and the actual special effects makeup. I mean, I loved the foam. I loved reading Fangora, Gore Magazine. I loved watching how they made it. I get it. It's costly, but it's worth it. I mean, if you're going to go that that route, you know, I mean, at least have some respect for the genre. I mean, everything is just jump scares, CGI, and there's no plot. I mean, you might as well just make it a porno. Yeah. Well, I mean, wait. Well, well you soften it. I mean, I'm not going to knock that part. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I mean, we, hey, we may have just The obligatory a... horror movie nudity, I'm not going to knock it. So. Oh, no, I wasn't, I was not knocking that. I'm just saying that, you know, there's more pornos that have plots than the crap that's coming out. I that's mean, it's, true, yeah, that it's is very bad. true. It's just bad, um, and speaking of, you know, the Child's Play remake, you know, I've noticed a lot of chatter of that on Facebook. Everybody's just absolutely delighted that Mark Hamill's going to play Chucky. Well, my first question is, where the hell is Brad Dorf? Okay, he's been Chucky since Chucky was Chucky. Um, I would imagine he'd be a hell of a lot cheaper. And then I did some research into this. Um, they separated from the studio. The original creator of Child's Play and Brad Dorf were not involved at all. 
They were completely left out. Yeah, if you're going to make all these remakes and everything, at least have somebody who was somewhat involved in the original process. Well, from- just to make it stay true, but at the same time, you know, th- what this is is that the, the kids are brought up without imaginations, brought up without creativity. Everything mm-hmm. gets snuffed out. And they all and they all grow up watching the same movies that we grew up watching. And they're and, very and they, arrogant. These and kids they all sit arrogant. there and they're like, you know what? I could do that. I could do that better. Yeah, but, but yet at what? the same time, they, they really can't. Well, and my theory is the thing that they miss the most, it's not a matter of actually making it scary. It's not the matter of making it look hor- horrifying and grisly and da-da-da-da-da. No, 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 no. The, th- the thing that they are missing and the thing that they just f- f- screw up the most the nostalgia factor that and they have no development when it comes to plot when it comes to character they try to throw in all these little easter eggs and these little hat yeah tips and, and that are that are, are that are so obscured in the background that you know only if you're sitting there and watching it repeatedly or they just come out and say oh yeah we you know we we have this easter egg we have this easter egg we have this little hat tip no but the simple fact of the matter is Pet Cemetery is a terrible movie. It was terrible. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you watch it. Uh, well, you watch it back when you were younger. It's scary. You watch it now as an adult. It's comical. Not as comical as the second one. The second one was funny. Well, we, uh, well I mean, okay. Talk, that's You're a, right. That's you a sequel right. to begin with, but, but so yes. it's already doomed. I, I completely agree with you. They do not have the nostalgia. But then again... I think a lot of these people that are making these movies are a bit younger than us. I don't believe they're our age, so they don't share the same nostalgia of it. I mean, I know Pet Cemetery. the main reason why I hold it dear was I was able to see it when I was a kid. I mean, I should not have been allowed in that theater. I was like, what, maybe when it came out in 1986, was maybe six or seven years old. Yeah, I mean, even your dad like walked out. Oh, it was hilarious. As soon as Gage got hit, my dad stands up. Oh, God damn. Oh, oh, hell. Runs out of the movie. Goes and smokes a cigarette. Walks back in. Sees the scene where the father and the grandfather are fighting at the funeral where the casket gets knocked over and you see the kid's arm. Dad just suddenly goes, oh, Jesus Christ. Walks back. I mean, in the middle of the theater, packed house, saying this. It, I think he scared more people than the movie actually yeah, scared. See, I mean, it was hilarious. And and my mom made him see, take me to go see the second one because my crush at the time, Eddie Edward, Fur- Furlong. Edward Furlong was in it. And my dad goes, you know, I don't mind that one. That one was kind of funny. And it was. It but was, that one it was, was terrible. Oh, it was, it was awful, but it was funnier than hell. It was, it was very, compared to a lot of the crap that comes out now, I will watch that any day over some of this garbage. But to add to what you were saying, it's not only nostalgia, they get hung up on some of the weirdest shit in movies. Like, for instance, the Star Wars, the recent Star Wars, Fuel. When the hell was Fuel ever mentioned? <laughs> I'm just asking because, yeah. you know, you're, you're, oh, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. creating problems yeah. that weren't there before, okay? And it's like, I, I almost feel like somebody that is very linear in thought had way too much input on the movie 
Because it's like, where the hell do you even come up with that? You know, it's like they're incapable of spinning themselves away from it. It's just, now you've just created yourself a, a huge plot pitfall. So... Yeah, they get caught up on the weirdest things. It's uh, bizarre. The latest... Star- and the other thing that drives me nuts is the fact that when it, when it comes to casting, they ha- these, these movies, these directors have started to go so far... Uh, they've been trying too hard to find that perfect balance of diversity. Oh, I'm sick of that crap. Now, now here's the thing. Enough. Um, diversity is fine. Diversity is great because we're diverse. Human, you know, humans as a whole, we're diverse. We have all different shapes, skins, colors, whatever. Blah 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 blah. Da, 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 da. However, when it comes to casting a movie. I want you to cast the best person for the job. Yeah, stop. Like, no female, all-female Ghostbusters. Otherwise, they're going to eventually... And the thing is, the four people that they cast weren't even the best people for the job. No, they were. I don't I didn't even know who half of them were. I mean, one of them, wasn't it a man? That was Leslie Jones. I swear to God, that's a man. You know, yeah, the, uh, then Melissa McCarthy uh was mm. the other one Kristen Wiig and another Kate McKinnon from uh, it, I couldn't ba- tell you who basically you had three SNL people who and Melissa McCarthy yeah that ugh. so it, it didn't hold up but Mm-mm. you know cast the best people for the job don't cast just because oh we have to make sure that we have a woman we got to make sure that we have a black person we got to make sure we have you know an Asian person why don't why don't you just follow what the original concept is you know if the person's white they're white if they're black, they're black. You know, stop it. They did this with the fan forestick. You know. Um, yeah, giving me a bl- uh, sorry. Uh, a fan a black Johnny f- a fantastic, Storm. F- the Fantastic Four reboot. Black Johnny Storm. One, he was terrible. Two, it wasn't believable. Sue and Johnny were brother and sister. They weren't. You know. Now all of a sudden, you want to tell me that one of them's adopted? Yeah. 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 It's you know that that's just. Just what they want to do now. Stick to canon. You know, okay. Oh, wait, but we're talking about the same people who think that they're so smart and they're so, what's the word, woke? Yeah, they're so woke. Yeah, stop it. Just just freaking stop it. And, you know, I know they see it at the box office. It drops off. I mean, that's why on Facebook you'll see these movies being pushed and pushed and pushed and and half the time when you read the articles, you got to take them with a grain of salt because oh, you yeah, know I mean, they're being paid by the movie. There are all these now. websites and all of these entities out there that I used to take as, okay, hey, this person's telling it like it is. Not because anymore. Because they would revo- review a movie, I you know, and I would go and I would watch it and I would say, okay, what, what they thought is in line with what I thought, or I'll go see it, then I'll watch their reviews, and the same thing what I thought came out to be what they thought. Okay. You know, but now there would be some differences. There would be some things that I didn't like that they did. And some things that I liked that they didn't, but overall it would be a decent mesh. Now I watch movie Bob or, uh, some, or I'll go to comic book resources. I'll go to these different sites. Oh, comic book resources is the worst. And it just seems Same like thing they with are, Joe Blow. It, yeah, they are all in the pocket. And they're, they're, and, yeah. I, and trust me, I understand. Go get yours. I mean, but there's if, nothing if these co- if about, these companies wanted to yeah. show up and give me a buttload of money to to say that this new Pet Cemetery movie is great. Oh, I'd tell I'd tell you it's great. I would t- I would wholeheartedly take the money and tell you it's great. 
but it's not. You know, be... I'm sorry. I mean, I guess if you want to sell your soul, that's fine. But it's like, you know, sell it for something a little bit better. You know, I mean, I wouldn't hitch my wagon to this sinking ship. No, I, I, I mean, but movie reviews and everything. If, I wouldn't, if you want to pay me to do it. Oh, I would be like the Andy. I'll take your money and, and run. I would be the Andy Rooney of movie reviewers. I mean, the crankiest. I would slice and dice. I would be like the way movie Bob used to be. You know, now he's sold out, so basically he can review piles of garbage that's and on it's fire, not just, and, and it's, it's not great. just movies. It's not just movies doing this. TV does the same thing. Uh, I, and I'll I'll wrap up with this, and then we'll move on to other things because we've we've got a we've got a ton of stuff. I mean, we really do. And you know, hopefully you stick around for all of it. Uh, I'm watching begrudgingly Star Trek Discovery from CBS All Access. That's because you're an M. No, hold on. No, I, I, <laughs> I, I've determined that the reason that I watched this is because I would much rather see the franchise succeed and continue than be a petty dick and say, I don't like it, so screw it. I'd rather hope, I'd rather work towards the franchise getting better things like the new Picard series that was announced. I'm looking forward to that. If it weren't for Discovery and people actually watching it on CBS All Access, they wouldn't be willing to make that. But they're not going to improve the series, though. Well. Okay, fine. I, I get you. I, I understand what you mean, but I really would be cautious with your optimism on the Picard series. I mean, this is by no, the because, same no, people. But Patrick Stewart knows. Patrick Stewart did that Patrick terrible Stu series. Oh, blunt talk. But yeah, well, oh, it was bad. yeah. But when it comes to Picard, he knows what he's doing. He knows what he knows what that character is supposed to be. I just don't want to see you get heartbroken. So with uh, so me watching Discovery, I noticed that wait a second, they're taking all sorts of things that are canon and and completely screwing them up. Mm -hmm. Planets now have different things. Uh, all of a sudden, now we have time crystals. Section thirty one is something that is out and about in the open. Mm -hmm. Section thirty one was never in the open. Section thirty one. Was that you know the the basic rumor mill? You 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 would hear about it, but it would nobody would ever confirm it exists. All Again, of a sudden, these are people that think are they younger better. than us that think that they can do it better, and honestly, they cannot. <laughs> well, sometimes, just think about this. Mm. This is a good way to think about life. Okay. Well, sometimes, that is better. See, sometimes that is better. That's true. <laughs> well said. Well said. Oh, moving on, moving on. So, all right, since we're talking about things that are uh, absolutely just annoying the crap out of us right now. Yeah. One thing I wanted, to, I, I just want to toss out there. Mm -hmm. You got done dirty this week. Uh, so so we have to explain why I sound so bitchy this, this uh, episode, huh? Well, I mean, look, as much as we talk about the news and talk about things going on in the news that, you know, other people won't talk about or they just kind of gloss over. I, I want I want to give people a chance to connect okay, with, with us, uh, you know, as a on a personal level. I mean, I'm not going to give you my real legal name because that would just be stupid of me because I work for a pair of companies that. If they, if I ever said anything that was disparaging, they would say, oh, hey, no. Which sucks because that ties me in there too. And I've got a lot to say. See, but I could, but I could disparage your company. 
So that's true. So you've been up for a job for the mm-hmm. past four months. Oh my god! Five months, six months. Yeah. Uh, dating back to last year. Yes. And that is coming to a close, sadly. We and we thought that this was something that was gonna happen. Oh yeah, really had my hopes. Every up conversation you. you had with him said that, oh yeah, this is gonna happen. It's just a matter of making it work. Mm-hmm. I was looking at you houses. Got, you and... got done dirty though. Yes, I really did, and I've and... been trying to keep my emotions about it because I thought it was a great opportunity for both Robert and I. Um, not only for me because it would expand my career and give me a new area to go into it would also give robert a way to do something different yeah do something really cool and yeah that's not gonna happen i found that out from my boss from a phone call saying that they decided to go with candidate their second option yeah they decided to go with number two number two although number two apparently can't make the move either so i don't know what i don't know what they're gonna do next i don't either I, I i really don't i was talking with one of my co-workers and i'm heartbroken over it you know um the last the way it was left with me was that the last time i talked to a higher up at the company they said that you know they asked how much I told them, you know, I said, and I explained my side. I said, you know, I, I just can't uproot my life. Well, you, for... got, you got to be paid what you're worth. Well, yeah. And, but, but, or but at I least was close. Being, well, I mean, I even came down. Yeah. Like I said, or at least close. Yeah. And I, I even, you know, relate it to my boss and to several people there that look, you know, as long as you can give me some endorsements, something, you know, some way to make us break even. You know, I, I'll do it, you know, and I, I thought that was a huge, huge gesture on my part. I mean, and look, look, we both work in radio. We don't make a whole lot of money. No. So we got to try, you know, whenever something comes along that, mm-hmm. you know, hey, if this is a negotiation, I'm going to try to get everything that I can. It was definitely not a negotiation because they come to me with a number. I tell them, no, I can't do that. And then they, they come back with the same number and I have to explain, look. I'm in a state that has no state income tax. Your state has income tax. So you got to pay me what I want, you know, just so I can make that, make that ends, make, make, make ends meet. Well, you know, and then they offered, you know, to, to pay for a cell phone, which I don't need and to pay for my car, which I don't need. You don't have a car payment. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, if they wanted to pay for my car, that's one thing. But they wouldn't. And, exactly. But it's just, you know, it's just. I mean, when they flew you up there, they wouldn't even pay to fly me up. I had, to, you know, I had to, you know, reach into my pocket and pay for that. But, so, yeah, I really, I really wanted that job. I truly am heartbroken over it. Um, I'm hurt. I, my feelings are very hurt. But you know what they say. Some things just aren't meant to be. And when one door shuts, another one opens. So I'm doing my best to throw myself through as many doors as possible. Yeah, but getting done dirty is just, it, it's oh, just it, wrong. It, oh, yeah. it. Believe me. It's and everybody's been, been done dirty. If you've been done dirty, hit us up on Twitter. Hit us up on Facebook. 
at ROCW underscore podcast on Twitter, uh, facebook.com forward slash ROCW podcast. You know, hit us up on uh, on those two sites. Let us know because I'm really curious. And besides that, there's one. Or you can tweet at me at the at the Rob Rotten. And, and also on Twitter and on Facebook. This is a little off out of left field, but I've been thinking about creating a Patreon page. You know, or or no, a GoFundMe, a GoFundMe. Uh, which well, the dudes from Dallas tried that; it didn't work. No, no, no. <laughs> the, but but here's the thing: it would be a GoFundMe to help buy me an African gray parrot. Since I am unable to have children, I want. Don't do it, please. No, I'm serious. I've been seriously thinking about it. I was like, okay, you know, help my husband not lose his mind by getting Nikki a. African gray parrot because I can teach it to talk and since we won't have any kids we can will the parrot everything and whoever the parrot ends up going to it will sound like me and annoy them for the rest of their lives absolutely and it will say things like shut up shut the hell up stop it stop it it'd be awesome you know, we really need to get video started for this podcast. Yes, we do. You now have a parrot kitty who's about to actually knock down the Dr. Pepper clock. Oh, no, no, he's not. Come yeah, that go, thing go. is really hot. So yeah, anyways, okay. just let us know what you think. If you think a whole uh, GoFundMe page, you know, I, hey, there's people that do. Hey, GoFundMe. I need some tits. I've got great tits, so I don't need that. But I do want a parrot. She does have great tits. I do want a parrot. I, I really do. I've wanted one my whole life. Since I can't have a child, I would love to have my whole maternal thing fulfilled by having a bird. Speaking of Facebook and uh, Twitter and everything, re- uh, we put out a question last week. Uh, if you, When you're driving and a squirrel runs out into the road, do you try to dodge it or let nature take, take its course? Because we talked about the squirrels and the Geico commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malia says dodge 100%. Teresa, dodge 100%. Uh, Kyle, let nature take take its course. Sam, uh, been a, it, it has been a long time belief that squirrels live in a gladiatorial society. Society, when a squirrel steps to challenge me in the arena on of the road, I honor the gladiator with no mercy. Uh, Levy, I don't even break. Jenny, dodge. I don't need the guts and ish all over my car. Uh, Amber says, t- let nature and. Uh, Dubai smelly carry says don't dodge you don't know which way it's going to run so you may end up hitting it anyways I'd huh. at least break though <laughs> so that that's the results of our uh, you know f- social media question last week we'll we'll put the other ones up there uh, this week as well so you mm-hmm. can interact oh by the way did you know that Japan is doomed well Japan uh, uh Japan definitely is doomed uh, I think they're as actually well as everybody else no 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 I think they're they're doomed on a much larger scale they've kind of if you look at Japan you can kind of see what direction we're going they're just going there much faster <laughs> much faster um a new study came out and says that 30 year old virgins one in ten Japanese adults in their 30s have never had sex. Say what? Uh, yep. What? Yep. One no. in ten. One in ten Japanese adults in their thirties have never had heterosexual sex. Now, that does not. I bet I know why. Oh, I can tell you why. Uh, no, I'm gonna guess it's all anime's fault. Yeah. Yeah. Am I? Am I right? Oh yeah. Uh, really? It doesn't state that, 
because this is a very scientific study. You know, they're not going into the fact that people are hikamori, which are the type, which means like a recluse. They just, uh, I'm a recluse, but these people are like a recluse on a whole nother level, man. Whole nother level. But in the 35 to 39 age bracket, uh, 8.9% for women, 9.5% for men. Uh, both age brackets of self-reported virgins increased from the survey conducted back in in 1987 and 1992. And uh, see the now, survey. Now, of course, uh, the sur- survey data did not include information on same-sex intercourse. No, it did not. But authors said that even if they had homosexual sex. Around 1 in 20 people in their 30s would still lack sexual experience. Mm -hmm. Now, data from the United States found that just 1.9% of women aged 30 to 34 and 0.9% of women aged 35 to 39 reported no sexual partners of the opposite sex, while the figures for men were 3.1% for those aged 30 to 34 and 1.4% for those between 35 and 39. Now, this uh, this study definitely adds to their already huge growing concern with uh, their population decline. And the low fertility rate. Now, back in, I believe it was 2008, I had read that it was, the birth rates were so low there that they have an an obstetrician on duty at a hospital maybe once a week. So, you're screwed. It's like, you better, you would have to have your delivery date planned. It would have to be, because otherwise... Not an obstetrician there. Now the craziest thing, when you think about this this particular study, the authors who uh, who who did this pointed out that sexual inactivity could also be higher than their research suggests, as they only examined whether respondents had any sexual history, but not whether they were currently sexually active. Well, they're saying it's it's reached epidemic uh, levels, according to an expert at University of. Tokyo, which is also called Todai, you know, that people that have sexual inactivity or inexperience, whether voluntary or not, it's it's a huge concern. And it's got it's gotten so bad that the government has been offering birth incentives and support for working mothers, including, you know, nursery spots. But there's schools that have had to close because they can't fill them. There's not enough children. And, And the bad thing is they have a very... They have a, a welfare state there that's pretty incredible. If they've even made animes about it, about going and getting your benefits. Well, the thing is, if you don't have a a group of young people coming up, who's going to pay for it? That's that's where they're starting to reach their struggles. And now, for I think I saw recently, Japan's just recently started letting people become I don't know if they're letting them become citizens but they're opening their borders up more and letting more people in because the population is just dying off now of course uh, th- this study found a correlation between sex and money men are more likely to have had sexual intercourse if they had a permanent full-time employment gee color me shocked we know their sexual revolution over there was extreme I think it you know, I mean, Japan, they've been in a really bad economic state since like the 19, I think 1992. Their whole system just hit the shits and never came back. And they've been doing the whole 
QE3 garbage crap that we've been doing here with our money. They started it. And now we're doing it. So let's not. I don't want to get technical and start making everybody's eyes glaze over. But yeah, they've their money is all sorts well, of basically up. Japan. You guys need to go out and get the. F you guys need to go out and get the. F yeah, I mean, hey, I love the anime. Keep it up. You know, I mean, I. I love it, but guys, but come look, on. Look, uh, uh, you know, a sexy Sasatch or a sexy Umu, uh, sexy Seba. Uh, Even your cute little lollies. You know, yeah, yeah, like, stop. You know, yeah, it's fun to look at, but it doesn't replace the actual feel of an actual woman's vagina. So, Well, they've guys, worked on it. They, they do sell a lot yeah, of yeah, things. Yeah, they I do. Mean... Uh, oh, God. A couple of the websites you've shown me that. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Well, you know, statistically, this was again back when I used to study Japan. Um, I believe for th the amount of women over there, drastically is, is way below the men. Like I think there's three men for one woman. I mean, it's not fair. I mean, it's not like they have a whole lot of options, but. The women over there, they were domineered for so many years. They just got tired of taking the men's shit. So that's why you really don't have a lot of people hooking up or together or anything. Because, I don't know, their culture is very different. You, If you find the Japanese culture interesting, you ought to read the book Culture Shock Japan. That will definitely open your eyes to a lot of the problems that they're having over there and why they're having them. Well, one problem that uh, they're probably having over there, just like a lot of other people are having. Uh, so we, back in the days of Chappelle's show, mm -hmm. they had a bit where it was the se the sex contract. Yes. You know, check you know, uh, check here for anal, check here for oral. You know, and once you sign, you know, we're gonna get it on. You mm -hmm. know, uh, then then millennials decided that. You know what? We need to take it a step further in this in this day and age. We're gonna have a consent app. <laughs> well, the consent app obviously, I guess, maybe hasn't taken off or anything. So now we have new consent condoms that can only be opened by two people. Yes, it can only be opened when four hands simultaneously press the special pressure points on the side of the packet. Now, for me, I'm thinking this is just like opening a pill container that is gonna it's not gonna open and it's gonna frustrate the hell out of you and you're just gonna be like screw it <laughs> literally if it's not a yes it's a no yeah if it's not yes it's no remember that yo yo i'm not gonna fight you to get, that's mine mine get off you know we, t we talked about these animals a couple weeks ago and one of them is on the console and fighting me well, you know, don't ever plan on abandoning him. You know that, right? Well, why he's, he's your derp for life. But did you know that a man actually faces animal cruelty charges for abandoning his pet fish? Say what? Dead serious. Michael Ray Henson, 53, was taken into custody on Wednesday and charged with three counts of misdemeanor cruelty to animals and one count of abandonment of an animal. A new Hanover County man who was arrested on animal cruelty charges after he allegedly failed to provide fresh water and food to his pet fish after he abandoned it when he was evicted from his home last month. You know, I hate to say this, but, um... You were pinging the meters the entire time there? Yeah. 
No, I was just thinking to myself, how many fish have I killed? I'm probably a mass murderer. You are. I mean, I could never, I, I love fish, but every time I changed the water, I swear to God, they always died. I could never get the pH right. It would end up cloudy and then the fish would die. I mean, I, I'm probably a mass murderer, but I mean, this is, that's just insane, insane. But see, the fish, uh, Ethan Lane with the fish room where the fish is being nursed back to health said it was an Oscar fish that's about 40 to $50 to purchase. Damn, that's a, and it's a big fish. It can grow up to 16 inches long. Still, it's a fish, people. It's it's a fish. <laughs> what fish lives don't matter? But but basically, you know, this is just a life, just like any dog or cat. If you neglect an animal in New Hanover County, we're coming for you. So if you have a fish and you live there, you better make for damn sure you don't kill it. Well, and make sure that you don't get uh, get evicted. What's he supposed to do? He's evicted. Is he supposed to like tie it? You know, like having a in a little Ziploc bag and tie it around his neck and be like, what about Bob? I mean, my God. <laughs> well, you know, you know, relationships are important. You know, we've been talking about uh, people in Japan not having relationships and not having sex, mm -hmm. sexual relationships, I should say. Uh, then we have condoms. Uh, then now we have uh, the relationship between human and animal. Well, another study has come out saying that men with beards appear to be uh, better partners in long-term relationships. I believe that. A study by the Journal, Journal of Evolutionary Biology found that women find men with beards to be more attractive than clean-shaven faces for long-term relationships. The study, conducted in 2016, reportedly used computer graphic manipulation to see how women's physical attractiveness to a man varied dep depending on how masculine they appeared and how much facial hair they had. Women rated the men for their physical attractiveness in general, for a short-term relationship, and for a long-term relationship. The results showed that men with stubble and beards were judged as more attractive than clean-shaven for long-term relationships. They also showed that men with more masculine features, for example, a pronounced uh, brow ridge and a more robust jawline, were more attractive for short-term relationships. Now, isn't the pronounced brow ridge, isn't that usually typical of people that have done, what is it, roids? No. I, I thought it was, because you get the whole Neanderthal. No, I think it's just the way that your head is shaped. Mm. Yo, yo. Not again. Yeah, unless you're the whole hipster and you've got the whole handlebar mustache thing going on. I completely agree with this. Or if you've got the hipster thing going. Well, they said just, you know, just a beard. Now, I have a beard. If I shave my beard, I look a lot younger. Yeah. And you've told me that I can't do that. No, so. not unless you're willing to pay a lot of money in plastic surgery. Because I will be damned if anyone figures out how old I really am. And that you're older than me. Yes. Oops. Yes, I am. Oops. Did, yes. I, did, I, did I just say that? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so we end this note with a idiot story? Well, of course. I mean, uh, now, what? let's see. What kinds of idiots are we talking about? Well, cops, Arkansas Nick Wits took turns shooting at each other while wearing a bulletproof <laughs> vest. Uh, yes, I, I heard the story. I heard the story on uh, on another show I work on. Yeah, two Ar Arkansas men took turns shooting at one another while wearing a bulletproof vest. 
They arrested the pair for felony assault. Charles Ferris, 50, and Christopher Hicks, 36, were drinking Sunday night on the back deck of Ferris's residence when they came up with the bright idea to shoot themselves. Ferris, who was wearing a bulletproof vest, told Hicks, shoot him. And according to the affidavit, Hicks obliged, shooting a single round of a 22 caliber rifle into Ferris's chest. While the vest stopped the bullet, Ferris was left with a very painful welt on his chest. That didn't stop him. Then Hicks donned the vest. Oh, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, so Fer- wait, so, Fer- so Ferris got shot by Hicks, mm-hmm. and then they traded places. Right, and... and I can see this just going really well. Yeah, this is going to escalate quite quickly. Ferris, who would later tell the cops that he was, quote, pissed, end quote, about being shot, confessed that he unloaded the clip. <laughs> wait, wait, what? What? Didn't you agree to this? <laughs> he unloaded the clip into Hicks' back. None of the five rounds penetrated the protective vest, but Hicks was bruised from hitting them. <laughs> well, duh. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, uh, Ferris subs- subsequently sought medical treatment for the shooting injury. Hospital workers summoned police, and instead of ad- admitting that he and Hicks had shot each other, Ferris spun a wild tale about coming under fire for- by a mystery assailant while he was protecting an individual he referred to as an asset. <laughs> Ferris claimed that he was paid $200 to protect the asset, whom he had met in a bar in the city of Springdale. But after his wife told police what actually happened, Ferris confessed to fabricating the cloak and dagger story, claiming that he did not want Hicks to get into trouble. Now, that's funny. Didn't he just unload the clip into Hicks' back? <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I This is... <laughs> this is like straight up dumb and dumber. I mean, it's just... Hey, hey, let's, let's do this. You no, it's almost, this? it's almost like from Justified. You know, the idiot sitting out there in front of the campfire throwing bullets into the fire, and I think they called it, what, it bullet roulette? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, th- thank you, Arkansas, for providing us with some Florida, Florida-like entertainment. Yes, I, I think they're going to try to give Florida a run for their money. Well, I don't know. Florida might still be ahead. Maybe. Uh, after, think about this. A Florida man stole a car but left phone behind. So he drove to his own arrest. Sometimes a Florida man makes it so easy for law enforcement. Wait, let me let me get this. He stole a car, but he forgot his phone. So mm-hmm. he drove back just to get his phone. Yeah, the Polk County Sheriff's Office said that Ronnie Dylan Willis, 25... Returned the Winter Haven, uh, returned to the Winter Haven home of a woman who was being interviewed by officers. Marta Diaz had called deputies to report that her 2009 Jeep Patriot had been stolen earlier in the day on March 24th. According to an arrest affidavit, Willis pulled up to, uh, to the front of her house in that tan Jeep and got out of the driver's side. As Diaz and the officer looked at him, Deputies say deputies say Willis told him he was looking for his cell phone, which was pinging back to the residence. <laughs> what an idiot. Yep. Yeah, go get a new phone. Deputies say 
Diaz told them she did not know Willis or give him permission to drive off in her vehicle. But she did tell them she had seen the man walking around the street by her house earlier in the morning when she'd left with her husband to go to a local mall. As As officers interviewed Willis, they say he told them he awoke at the residence inside a vehicle but could not recall if it was the Jeep Patriot or a minivan that was also parked on Diaz's property. Willis told them he knocked on the door of the house, and when no one answered, he left in the Jeep Patriot and said he was trying to get home to find his cell phone. <laughs> but of course, he pinged his cell, and in return, you know, the address was pinging Diaz's home. So, yeah, he was quickly arrested. <laughs> he was booked into jail on the grand theft charge and released after he paid a thousand dollars bail. Wow. <laughs> Uh, uh, so Arkansas, Florida, Arkansas, Florida, Florida still beats Florida still wins. Oh, absolutely. Because of the consistency. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's all about consistency more so than just the, the one-offs. So that's going to do it for us for this episode. We'll be back with much, much more later on. Definitely. Uh, hit us up on the social media channels, uh, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, at ROCW underscore podcast. Uh, let us know what you guys think about the upcoming movie remakes and the other things that we talked about, the GoFundMe page and the uh, Done Dirty by Employers. <laughs> and, and I'm looking forward to hearing some of, the, some of that feedback. Believe me. Because if you've been done dirty by an employer, I really want to know about it. And <laughs> I want to know, know. know the details. All right. So definitely hit us up on that. Six separate Tyrannus. Good night, Doc Thompson, Thompson, wherever wherever you are. are.